What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Another week is upon us, but we have plenty of trade talk to discuss. It was quite an interesting weekend on the trade market. We did have what they call a blockbuster. I don't know if it's quite a blockbuster at this point, but Max Scherzer got dealt. Max Scherzer was traded from the Mets to the Rangers. He approved the deal because he had a no trade clause. And the reason I said I'm not sure is because Scherzer hasn't been having the elite year that we're used to seeing from him. So it's not like they're getting Max Scherzer from a couple years ago, but still we know his potential and his upside. The Rangers are going for it. They're putting the chips on the table. They're trying to win a World Series this year. And they sent one of the top prospects, Luis Angel Acuna, the other way. That's Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother. So he heads back to the Mets. He's 21 years old. He is a shortstop, second baseman, and center fielder. Plays up the middle. And he's been playing at the double-A level. Frisco double-A for the Rangers so far this year had an 830 OPS on the season. But he's going to head over to the Mets, and the Rangers are going to get their guy. So the Mets are going to pay down all but $22.5 million of the remaining money on his deal. He's going to waive his no trade clause. It's also going to trigger the player option for 2024. So this means he's going to be a Ranger for the rest of this year and also next year in 2024. So going into 2022, that's when they got Scherzer. They spent big three years, 130 million. It was a high spending strategy aiming at contending right away for the Mets. The first year, which was last year, was pretty good. I mean, Scherzer was actually very good. 23 starts, 2.29 ERA. But this year just hasn't been the same. And the Mets have a losing record. They're six and a half games out of the playoff spot. Now they're selling. This is obviously the biggest sign that they are sellers. Uh, they already flipped David Roberts into the Marlins, now trading away Max Scherzer. I mean, a 4.01 ERA is just not, it hasn't been so, so good for him. And his strikeouts have dipped this season. I mean, his strikeout rate right now is the lowest he's seen since 2011. So the only thing that complicated this matter was the fact that he was owed a lot of money. $15 million for the remainder of this season on top of 43.3 next season. So a total of $58 million remaining. But the Mets are going to pay down most of that. They're going to pay down, what is that, $35.5 million of the 58 remaining, leaving the Rangers to pay 22.5. So... That's that's the price they're willing to pay to move on from this and get that prospect and you know kind of sell at this point. But the Mets have shown a tendency to eat money in trades just so they can maximize their returns. They did this when they sent Eduardo Escobar to the Angels and James McCann to the Orioles, and they've done it here. So they do it all the time. But the Rangers have clearly been looking for starting pitching. You know, they've been connected to a bunch of names. Scherzer's the guy they finally get because notably they lost Jacob DeGrom due to Tommy John in June. He's out for the remainder of this year and some of 2024 as well. They also lost Jake Odorizzi to season-ending shoulder surgery. So this is a team that's operated for most of the season with a rotation of Nathan Ivaldi, John Gray, Martin Perez, Andrew Haining, and Dane Dunning. But now they go ahead and they get Max Scherzer. But right now the Rangers are 60-44. and 44. You know They have a lead over the Astros in the AL West. And third-place Angels are aggressively pursuing some upgrades as well. The Rangers have not made the postseason since 2016. 
which is also the last time they finished above 500. But they've shown that they're willing to be very aggressive in recent years. When they got Seager, Semyon, of course, they already got, got Chapman this season. Acuna, like I said, you know, he, he's been in double A. He's hitting really well. He stole 42 bags this season in 84 games. Weight runs created plus 121. He is a top 100 prospect in all of baseball. Some scouts think he's going to have to move to second base. So that's that's okay because the bat can definitely profile there. But for him, he's a bat. He's a bat that's, that's probably his long-term home is second base. So as for the Mets, there is still further speculation they're not done. There's speculation they could trade Verlander. And at this point, they might as well. I mean, you're not, why would you just trade one and not the other? There are plenty of teams who are interested in Verlander. We're hearing Rangers, Astros, Dodgers, the Braves. We're hearing these teams are interested in JV right now. It'd be interesting if he goes back to the Houston Astros because he was just with them last year, won a Cy Young and a World Series with them. But that does not appear likely because Astros GM Dana Brown appeared on the radio saying his team is not in the market for a starting pitcher right now. They're more focused on the back of the bullpen and a left-handed bat. So... We'll see where JV ends up if he does get dealt. I think he will because you're not just going to trade Scherzer and, and stop there. The Mets don't do things half-baked. They they just go all in. That's the way they do. Another trade to announce. The Blue Jays have acquired Jordan Hicks, one of the most sought-after bullpen arms on the trade market. This was on Sunday. They acquired right-hander Jordan Hicks from the Cardinals in exchange for double-A right-handers Sam Robers and Adam Kloffenstein. That's the trade. We know what Jordan Hicks does. He's a great right-handed pitcher. He throws gas. Third-round pick in the 2015 draft by the Cardinals. Has been with the Cardinals his whole career. And, yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays obviously need some help. They are trying to stay abreast in that in that wild-card race. I don't want to say AL East because we know that's kind of that's kind of been run away with. But that wild-card race for the AL is very competitive. It's neck and neck right now. So we'll see. Jordan Hicks take his talents north of the border. Also, the Cubs have taken Cody Bellinger off the trade market. So this is, this is, I think, the biggest surprise here. Because just a few weeks ago, people like me were saying that they were going to trade him. because He's on a one-year deal and the Cubs were struggling. But right now they're riding a win streak, or at least going into Sunday, they were riding an eight-game win streak and had won 10 of their last 11 games. And the hot streak propelled them to a winning record. Three and a half games out of the NL Central and just three games back in the wild card spot. All of a sudden, this rapid turn caused them to say, okay, we're not going to trade Bellinger because he's been awesome. He, I mean, he, was, he would have been the best rental bat on the market for any team. Two-month rental for a guy who was about to be a free agent. That would have been that would have been huge for someone looking for a left-handed bat, like, for example, Houston, right? But now the Cubs decide they want to win, and they're like, okay, we'll, we'll keep on. We'll, we'll, we'll hold on to this guy. So the Cubs actually lost on Sunday, you know, ending their eight-game win streak. But, you know, they're still 8-2 and two in their last 10. Like I said, three and a half games out in the wild card. Still very close, very close right there. And they have a series starting with Cincinnati on Monday. So that is going to be a big series because Cincinnati just took first place in the NL Central. They just had a win out in L.A. against the Dodgers. They're in first place now. You know, they've been jostling with the Brewers the past few weeks, but they don't have to play Milwaukee head-to-head anymore the rest of the season. Keep that in mind. They've not had a good record against the Brewers at all head-to-head, but they don't have to play them anymore. So you have the Reds and Cubs playing on Monday, 
Andrew Abbott on the mound for the Reds. He's been fantastic for them. But we'll see if they can hold on to that first place position. The Orioles were on Sunday Night Baseball for the first time since 2018. First time in five years they played Sunday Night Baseball, national TV. And they showed the nation why they are the class of the AL East. They scored seven runs in the first off of Luis Severino. And yeah, they, they ended up winning this game. They cruised to a 93 victory in their final meeting of the year with the Yankees. They take two of three games in the weekend series. They ended up going seven and six against New York this year. The last time they did this well against New York in a season series was in 2016. That was also the last time the team reached the postseason. So this Orioles team is clicking. You just saw their bats come to life in that first inning. Right now they're 64 and 41, one and a half games ahead of the Rays in the AL East. And they're greatly improved. We saw this on display last night. So Gunnar Henderson is that dude. I think he, he stole the show. Adley Rutschman is that dude. These, these young guys have come up and made an impact right away. That's what happens when you pick at the top of the draft. It's not just, I don't want to just say, oh yeah, they picked at the top of the draft, but they hit on these picks. These picks end up being good. You know, first round, second round, but these guys end up making it to the big leagues in just a couple years, in two years, maybe three years at most. And they're impact players as rookies. That's rare. You don't see that. Adley Rushman, you know, runner up rookie of the year last year. Gunnar Henderson is technically still a rookie this year. He, you know, he has a chance for rookie of the year this season. So we'll see, but. The Orioles are the class of the AL East right now. It's no longer the story, a story of the Tampa Bay Rays. It is the story of the Baltimore Orioles at this point in the season. So those are the updates from the weekend. There's still plenty of trade speculation around the league. We'll see where, you know, where others end up. Oh, I forgot to mention the, the Rangers also acquired Jordan Montgomery you know, to help bolster their pitching. So. Uh, it was a trade between Texas and St. Louis. Jordan Montgomery went over there in exchange for you know, some pitching prospects. But that's the deal. And that's it. So that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.